Welcome back to Cryptos Are Us. I am George. We're all George. And today is the start of it. The year of the bull. Actually, it's the year of the ox, but close enough. Happy Chinese New Year for those of you guys that are Chinese or if you care. But <laughs> uh, things are looking pretty darn good. Yesterday, we had a pretty good day. And today, we're getting another really, really, really good day. Things are blowing up. Things are blowing up and everyone is feeling pretty darn good. That is why today uh, my title is labeled Bitcoin and altcoin holders. Everyone is enjoying this brand new year. Now, I do want to I want to go over all the bullish news, of course, look at altcoins, but also talk about this phenomenon that a lot of people keep bringing up, like somehow Chinese New Year causes the market to go down. That That's nonsense. That That doesn't happen. I don't know why. People think that happens. I've went back like years and looked at it and two out of the three years from crypto winter, actually things went up after Chinese New Year started. So I don't know where that came from. But anyways, things are looking pretty darn good. And I, I know you guys are quite excited right now. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Uh, we're only in February and we have 10 more months of bullishness <laughs> and uh it's uh it's a very nice thing very good thing all right thanks for tuning in as always smash up the like subscribe to the channel two streams now one at 11 a.m central standard time and one at 8 p.m or 8 p.m ish uh central standard time and i've been covering a specific altcoin as of late and a lot of people enjoy it. and i also want to comment on that too because um well i'll get to that toward the toward the latter half of this stream all right, let's get started. Those of you guys in the chat already, welcome. Uh, let me change my screen. So here we go. Bitcoin is at 47,700. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know a lot of you guys noticed this, right? Like all of a sudden we were just at like 48.2. Yesterday we were up like almost 49, right? Bitcoin is right at the cusp of breaking 50,000. I mean, we are so close. You can see that. You know what? Despite F2 pool dumping, despite maybe some whale manipulation, uh, you know what? Bitcoin's like, uh, doesn't matter. We're going to go up. And we are right at the cusp of 50,000. But this morning we had this like, this sudden crash. And I was just, I was looking at it too. I'm like, why? Like, the indicators didn't show it was overbought. It was just like, boom, right? And uh, a lot of people suspect it was F2 pool. And I looked at it. It's not. It's not. They didn't, they didn't do anything. So this kind of relates. Well, let me let me refresh and zoom in a little bit, and just to show you guys what I'm talking about. No, they, nothing happened. I mean, um, a little bit higher than say yesterday and the day before, right? But overall, not not any kind of sudden dump like this, unless this is delayed. But right now, it looks pretty good. There is one thing that's that 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 is. Uh, oh shoot, I messed up my I messed up my video there. I gotta fix this again. There we go. Okay, there we go. There is one thing that, that kind of explains it. It could be, it could be that some um, decided to sell off Bitcoin to buy altcoins because some altcoins are pumping up to the absolute moon right now. So that, that could be a logical explanation. Another one is, and this is just a conspiracy theorist uh, idea, 
But, you know, sometimes there's a lot of people that get too greedy, right? They think that Bitcoin and, and several other altcoins just go up to the moon. So a lot of people play with leverage. And I do think that maybe some whales or maybe the, the shady exchanges also uh, do something like this to basically liquidate the people that are long. And it goes in reverse, too. Sometimes when people are too greedy with shorts, it goes opposite way. So it could be just another event to drive out and liquidate a lot of the longs in this situation, too. But regardless what may have happened, Bitcoin is doing just fine. 47,600, like I said, it is at the cusp of breaking 50,000. That could come anytime. It could come within the next hour. It could come tonight. It could come this weekend, right? So we'll see what happens this week. Now, um, so besides that, let's look at CMC. Almost 1.5 trillion in market cap. Almost 1.46, right? So besides Bitcoin, you can see that a lot, a lot of altcoins is going up. Even, even XRP is up. XRP is slowly coming back to its previous highs of this year. It's rounding out 60 cents. That's quite amazing. But uh, you look at Polkadot, Binance Chain. I just covered them yesterday. They're they're going up a lot. Uh, Chainlink. Chainlink is a little stagnant as of late. But I think they're going to catch up. And uh, Uniswap is having a good day today. They've been kind of stagnant for the last week. So they're coming up. But look at like Cosmos, uh, even Tron, Tezos. People ask about what's going on with Tezos. Not much, but... The graph continues to go up. It broke $2 yesterday, and now it's at $2.50, and it just continues to go up and up and up. VeChain, you know, holding well. So a lot of good altcoins that are really flying high. So, um, and look at BD's dominance, 60.6%. So it's gone down another 1%. That's how good it is for altcoins. So uh, it's definitely very, very, very good overall. All right. So before I get into Q&A and talk about some of these altcoins, uh, let's look at what's going on around the world with Bitcoin. First is this. This actually was approved yesterday afternoon-ish, somewhere around there. Um, the very first North American Bitcoin ETF was approved by the Canadian security regulator. So uh, this is not in the U.S., but this is in Canada. So the Ontario Securities Commission gave blessing and now... Yes, there will be a Bitcoin ETF. And in case you don't know anything about ETFs, they're exchange-traded funds. Basically, it's a, it's a fund manager that is going to be buying Bitcoin and selling the shares of that. Um, very similar to Grayscale Trust, but it's a little bit different, more liquid. They could add in and out, and you can have um, derivatives of that too. You could have like a 2x or 3x or 10x uh, movement of the ETF too. But the good thing is this is based on real Bitcoin. The fund manager has to actually buy Bitcoin if there's a lot of demand, right? So I think overall, this is a perfect time for it. You know, with adoption everywhere, with the banks all getting in, with Tesla, MicroStrategy, Square getting in, it's just too hard for the regulators to say no now because there's just too much adoption. You can't say that this is still too new, uh, not trustworthy, uh, too manipulative. I, you know, all the, all those uh, things go out the window. So you know what? Since Canada approved the Bitcoin ETF, most people think that the U.S. ETF will be approved pretty soon. Van uh, Van Eyck 
has already filed. So there's a good shot. There's a good shot that one can come um, to the U.S. and be approved in 2021. So that would be very, very bullish also. We've been hearing about that for three years now. We have futures and options, but we don't have an ETF. And this will bring a lot more money institutional investors and retail investors a lot of you know a lot of day traders a lot of casual investors right um they're still sitting on the sidelines they see bitcoin 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 but you know it's still scary for them to try to get into uh bitcoin by creating a coinbase account or something like that so if they have the ability to just go buy a bitcoin etf with their brokerages they're going to do so so i think this is going to be massive and of course other countries australia is also open to a bitcoin etf with rules in place which means that they haven't come up with the rules yet but they plan on to and they're open to it so there's a domino effect right obviously the u.s is the leader if the u.s uh sec approves a bitcoin etf basically around the world everyone is go approve but right now canada is leading the way <laughs> they're being number one u.s will probably be number two australia will be number three and who knows about the uk and everywhere else right it's just it's just getting better. It's getting better and better and better. And speaking of getting better, miners, miners are making so much money, so much money from Bitcoin. Uh, this was the the highest hourly revenue in Bitcoin's history, where Bitcoin miners pocketed four million dollars in a single hour. So this is because Bitcoin's price keeps going up, right? And the difficulty adjusts every two weeks. So within that two-week span, Bitcoin could move up tremendously, tremendously. It could go, it could double within two weeks. So during that time, the miners are making a ton, a ton of money by mining Bitcoin. This is why the miners keep, keep increasing. They keep buying more miners, keep increasing their farms because th this is, this is really the, 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 the next, I don't know, what do you call it? The, it's almost like, um, you know, how the Middle East controls oil. It's kind of like that. These guys, they go control the future, <laughs> the future currency, uh, Bitcoin. So that's why they're all on top of it. They're not stopping. These guys are all going to be insanely wealthy in the future, right? And here's another article that shows that massive, someone out of Russia, all of a sudden, uh, Vi, I think that's how you say name, Vi, Vi. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, someone just took delivery four truckloads of miners, 70 megawatts worth of miners between 40 to 60 million, um, 20,000 devices that was loaded on 14 trucks. No one knows who it is, but it's going to Russia. So kind of shows you uh, these miners. They're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They're, they're making so much money. And you know what? Uh, overall, this is a pretty fantastic thing. Now, what else is there? Miami, Miami's mayor, Francis Suarez. I'm really bad with names. <laughs> but uh, he is now proposing a resolution to pay employees in Bitcoin. If employees choose to, uh, choose to accept Bitcoin for their salary, he's going to make that happen. This mayor, Francis, have said he's going to make Miami into a crypto hub. He's very, very, very pro on Bitcoin and crypto. And this could make him a very, very, very popular man. And who knows? He may 
draw a lot of these Silicon Valley kind of type companies. You know, these blockchain companies, a lot of them are, are based in Silicon Valley. Maybe he's going to draw a lot of them to Miami and make them a major crypto hub. It could happen. And all it takes is one person to start it. And uh, this mayor is. So that's also very, very nice. Uh, what else is there? Just, today is just like endless, endless good news. And this is a start of the Chinese New Year, the bull year, and we're getting a whole bunch of good news. Jack Dorsey and, and Jay-Z set up a 500 Bitcoin, blind Bitcoin trust in India and Africa. So they are, uh, I didn't know Jay-Z was bullish on Bitcoin. I didn't know he wanted to get involved with Bitcoin, but um, they have partnered up uh, and came out this uh, blind trust. And basically, uh, oh, they're looking for three board members right now. So if you want to be a board member, you could go apply. Um, so they're they're basically focused on Africa and India. And and interesting enough, India is rumored to be banning Bitcoin altogether for their digital currency, but that may not be the case. That's still a rumor. Um, we don't know if that's really legit. But Jack Dorsey's continuing on, right? Seems like Jay Z is getting involved. And they, they just basically want to spread the word about Bitcoin and blockchain in some countries and continents that really, really need it, right? So that's also very, very bullish. Uh, what else is there? Well, look at this. BlockFi. A lot of you guys have heard of BlockFi. You know, I don't really look into BlockFi that much, but they kind of do everything. And it turns out, it turns out, you know how Grayscale, um, Grayscale's uh, asset under management keeps going up, right? And the total value is about $20 billion. It turns out BlockFi themselves have been buying GBDC like crazy. And they hold nearly $1.7 billion worth of GBDC. So indirectly, they've been buying um, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust shares. And they plan on coming out with their own. So quite interesting how that works maybe they've been buying it because uh well not only to make money but maybe to learn how it works so they could do it themselves so kind of interesting that this uh this was just revealed that's a lot that shows you how big blockfi is if they could buy you know close to two billion dollars with the gbdc shares now granted they didn't buy it now they bought it probably very early on uh but still shows you how much money they really have behind the scene so that's also pretty, pretty bullish. Uh, what else is there? Two last news. One is kind of funny and does relate to Dogecoin. Um, InGen, this was also out. InGen is project support. And uh, they're into NFTs now. And they are working with Microsoft to issue Minecraft compatible NFTs. This will be huge. At Minecraft, like my kids love Minecraft. Kids around the world love Minecraft. And you know what? If they actually get NFTs... Uh, I don't know if they could integrate it into the game. It looks like they want to. Uh, it looks like uh, transfer blockchain-based non-fungible tokens assets into the game. This will be huge. This is huge. Recently, uh, Engine was just awarded um, some kind of certification to, to do this very similar thing in Japan. They're the first project to get this um, approval. And now they're partnering with Microsoft to do the same thing. So Engine is definitely a very good project and will go very far. Um, what else? Lastly is this. I know Low Roller keeps talking about Dogecoin. <laughs> but, uh, so it turns out people have been studying this mysterious address. This one person that owns 27% of the supply worth about $3 billion worth of Dogecoin. 
People are trying to figure out, if it, is it Elon? And people are looking at some cryptic messages. Here's the thing. This author, Jamie, missed out on one big gigantic thing. That kind of shows it's not Elon. But I'll let you guys see if you could de decipher it. So, first of all, there was one where there was this, which is Elon's birthday, I guess. This was found. And then here's some binary code that was also found. So I'm going to pause right here, right? So take a look at this. Can you decipher this? Do you know what this is saying? So according to one Redditor, it's not gibberish. I've gone through some of it already and found this. It, if you're just reading like this, it looks like gibberish. But do you guys know what that's saying? I, it's pretty obvious to me. I'll give you guys a second. Can you guys, you guys know what that's saying? Yeah, Savage. <laughs> Crypto Dud, Brandon, yeah. I mean, is it you, Elon, question mark? It's just written backwards. But I don't know why she couldn't figure it out. Or Jamie, I don't know, Jamie, it could be a boy or a girl. I don't know why Jamie and Redditors couldn't figure that out. So that kind of proves that it's not Elon, right? Um, unless... <laughs> Unless he did it just to throw people off, but it's pretty obvious what that's saying, right? But it's kind of interesting that there's like cryptic messages now that's that's uh, that's within the transactions that people are trying to figure out. All right, so that's pretty much all the news I want to cover. Now, I want to say again, I want to just address this, that at night I've been uh, creating, you know, dedicated videos about certain altcoins that I think are going much higher. Right, so I've created a few, like one about DeFi. Uh, I've created one about Helium, which, by the way, is pumping up today quite nicely. Ethereum, also Cardano, and yesterday Binance Coin. Right, and some people, I, I've seen that most people enjoy it, but some people are like, "Hey, George, you know, you're just throwing out clickbait numbers. You know, it's never gonna happen, right? Why are you doing this?" Well, here's the thing. Here's my here's my explanation to this, and pay attention. So I got in very early in 2013, 2014. I got out, but I got in very early in 2017. And that's when I started paying attention. And at that point, all these new companies, new projects came out, Ethereum and so forth. All these, all these guys started coming out. But I also witnessed some crazy, crazy, crazy pumps and gains. And these are some of the biggest companies uh, that you see today. For example, Cardano. Cardano, when it came out, it was nothing. It was less than a penny. It was sub pennies. And it shot up to $30 billion in market cap. And this is the same thing with Binance Coin. When it came out, it was nothing. And it shot up to multi billion dollars. Same thing. You can make the same argument with Tron, with Neo, some of these big. Players, V Chain, even some of these players shot up to the moon. Okay, from literally nothing, from like a a five to ten million market cap to tens of billions of market cap. Right. So I've seen that, and of course, a lot of them came down very fast. But but here's the thing, and if you have been paying attention, if you have been watching what I've been saying, I think right now is just the start, the start of the new bull run. Right, the landscape is definitely different. Everything I've been covering about uh, Bitcoin and institutional adoption and just true usage and everything, right? Everything 
is in favor of Bitcoin right now. This is not like 2018, nowhere close to it. And if this much attention is being paid on Bitcoin and is buying Bitcoin and is carrying the market up, guess what? The altcoins will continue to go up. And fast forward three years later, all these altcoins that have withstood crypto winter that still is here, most of them have been building and building and building, and a lot of them have true adoption now. True adoption, true usage, and they're not just vaporware anymore. Um, and I think they have a lot of potential. So for those of you guys that think that Cardano can't possibly get to $25 one day, or Binance Coin get to $2,500, or Ethereum get to $10,000, well, you're going to be missing out because I think this year is going to be that tremendous that these big, big leaders, okay, big leader project can have a tremendous upside, including Bitcoin. Because if you believe Bitcoin could go up 10x from here, right, and go up to 300, 400, $500,000, why is it so unreasonable to think that all coins will follow in the same path, if not more? It's not unreasonable if you think about that. Right. So I just want to address that real quick because a lot of people seem to think, ah, this is just clickbait. I honestly think there's really, really, really um, good upside, a lot of upside to a lot of these projects. So definitely pay attention. Definitely pay attention. All right. So now I'll turn to you guys. Let's do some uh, let's do some Q&A. Crypto police, you're one of those. Just because it goes up doesn't mean that it goes up forever. Many of the projects I talk about actually go down right afterwards and then they come right back up. You're just picking and choosing what you want to hear. <laughs> and if you're sitting on the sideline, that's fine. No one, no one's forcing you to believe it. But keep sitting on the sidelines if you don't believe it. And then you'll just lose out like Peter Schiff and everyone else. I said the same thing when Bitcoin was at 3000 when it fell down to 3000 I said, you know what? Keep buying and holding because one day it's going to be at $100,000 and it'll probably go beyond that. And people that listen, um, they dollar cost average and they have done very, very well. But at 3000 no one thought that Bitcoin would go to 100000 A lot of people laughed, right? Now that Bitcoin's at 50000 does anyone believe that it's not going to go to 100000 anymore? Literally no one. Literally no one unless you're named Peter Schiff. So it's kind of the same kind of scenario. Jay Chong Finance mooned. A lot of people actually asked me about that afterwards. I don't know if it's just like uh, a lot of the Chong fans came in and chimed in, but I saw a lot of comments about that. Um, yeah, it has been moving for sure. That's for sure. This is just a horrible... This is just a horrible <laughs> page. So they're uh, they're into NFTs. It looks like it looks like they're trying to go the opposite of Dogecoin and just go with the cat meme. Uh, yeah. What's all? Yeah. So they're in NFTs, which is definitely getting pretty hot right now. All right. 
Uh, I don't like the fact that there's tears. I don't know. I don't know. A little too silly for me right now. But can't take it seriously. I can't take this name seriously either. I hate it. But maybe it becomes a not next doge. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Do you use token metrics? No, I do not. Is it uh, is a website that measures stuff? I don't know. I never heard of token. It sounds familiar, but I never used it. What's your uh, price prediction on Algro? I don't know. I it, people ask me a lot about it. It has been pumping up, but I don't know something about it. I guess you know. I guess I haven't done a real deep dive, but at, at face front, I mean, I just I I scanned it. I looked through a few things. Uh, it just seems like they're doing what everyone else is doing. Um, but I don't know. You know, before I answer that, I have to do like a, a real deep dive to really understand it. So I'm going to be honest there. What are your thoughts on Super Farm and SNX? What's Super Farm? <laughs> uh, synthetics is fine. And, and uh, synthetic stuff. Synthetic creation of things, you know, is uh, is getting very very hot, especially with DeFi. But well, I have no idea what Super Farm is. Is it? I have no idea what that is. ETH is pumping. I I don't know if it's pumping. It's up eighteen hundred though. It is forming a new high, so that's good. Um, what else is there? Sorry, I have to scroll through because it, it scrolls so fast. I don't want to miss any super chats. Uh, the main man, can you create a video about the graph? Unfortunately, I sold it too quick to a lack of knowledge. I bought it at 35. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's a good candidate. Um, Sermon Studio, appreciate your show. Brightens my day with knowledge and wisdom. Appreciate that. That's what I aim to do. Uh, take BDC profits to buy all coins. Yeah, that's what a lot of people is doing. A lot of people diversifying too. I told you I, I started doing that. I was like 90, 10. No, I was like 99, 1. Um, 99% portfolio was Bitcoin. Then I moved to 90, 10. And now I'm trying to move to more like a 50, 50. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm more like still 70, 30, which is still pretty good breakup. Is, you, you can never go wrong going 100% in Bitcoin. But right now, like I just got done saying, I think a lot of these projects are truly standing on their own. They have a lot of potential. A lot of them are really, really gaining. So I think, uh, you know, being more diversified at this point definitely helps. Definitely helps. Ten minute. I am not mining. Uh, I don't do any mining. I don't do any mining or staking. And people always ask me why. Like, hey, if you're just holding, why not, right? Um, I don't know. I, I just like to keep my stuff more liquid for some reason. And don't ask me why. There's no good explanation for it, but I don't do any mining or staking. Uh, Elijah asks, I'm very curious. How do you speculate crypto's rise and fall? Some skyrocket and go up and down. 
grow slowly? How do you speculate? Do research. Just do research. First and foremost is look at the team. If the team is stellar, there's a really good shot that they're not going to give up and they're going to keep going. That, I think that's number one. And number two, you got to look at the small stuff. Pay attention to what they're doing, right? Does it logically make sense? Can they actually achieve it, right? And um, are they leaders of that? There's a lot of things to look at. And then there's a lot of small things to look at too. Whether they have traction, whether they can hold that traction, what exchanges they're on, right? Which partnerships they're forming. You just got to do a lot of research, basically. Sometimes very, very good projects, even despite all that, still do poorly because people just don't like it. It's not fascinating to them. But a lot of times they hang around, hang around, hang around, and then they become the dominant powerhouse of tomorrow. For example, for example, Ave is one of them. Uh, Ave was one that I picked up very, very, very early on called Ethland, and they were doing peer-to-peer -peer lending, non-collateral and collateral peer-to-peer -peer lending. And then over the years, you know, they dived 99% to basically death. And then they decided to do some rebranding, called themselves Ave, started getting into other things um, that's more popular, like, um, like, the, like the staking aspect of it. And you know what? They just blew themselves up, blew themselves up and look at where they are now, right? So a lot of people that have come back years later, they're like, the one good move I did was to buy Ethland because it's up like a thousand percent. And a lot of them, a lot of the other ones are kind of like that too. Engine is another one that, that stood around and now they're doing very well. Obviously the big caps are like that too. Uh, might have been discussed BitPay adding Apple Pay. Well, that's good. But that is not as good as Apple Pay adding crypto payments, right? So slowly and surely, that's getting there. But we want to see Apple open up Bitcoin payments. Zidin. Uh, Happy New Year, George. Do you think any of the coins are still cheap since we are somewhat in a... I think all the ones I've been mentioning is cheap. So pay attention. <laughs> uh, most of these... You got to get over the fact, and I'm still trying to do, because we've been in crypto so long that we look at these figures from market cap, which is inflated, but overall, that's how crypto is. Um, but you, you got to get over the fact that these market caps are too high because, you know, if you look at Cardano now at 30 billion, you're like, man, that's so high. That's so high. Well, uh, this is just the beginning for them. And same thing with a lot of other companies like Polkadot and so forth, right? So if this is just the beginning for them, then you know they have a lot more room to grow. So that's how I look at it. You know, not too long ago, the overall market cap was under uh, 150 uh, billion, right? It was at like 110 at one point, 105 at one point. That was the low point of crypto winter. And look at where it is now. It's over 10x from there, right? So things are very, very different. So if you're looking at is it cheap compared to two years ago? Of course not. But is it cheap compared to where it will be at the end of the year and next year and five years from now? Yeah, almost everything is cheap. What's going on with UMA? Looks like a good buy. UMA paused a little bit. And they tend to do this sometimes because they have gone up so much, so much, so high. UMA was high flying. Now they haven't cooled off a little bit. Um, there's a lot more competition. UMA is in, a, in, a, in the field of wrapping tokens to be used for DeFi purposes, like wrap Bitcoin or wrap Dogecoin, 
right? So they're in that space, but there's a lot of companies now that's just doing swaps or doing kind of synthetic creation tokening, like a placeholder kind of thing, um, kind of like UMA. So the, the field is crowded, but UMA I think will be fine. Just like Uniswap has been very, very stagnant for a long time because they have pumped up to the moon. And UMA, same thing. They have pumped up to the moon uh, not too long ago. So I think it comes and goes. So I think UMA is still going to be fine. Jeff, uh, look into Terra Vircha, NFT play, partner with Paramount and Legendary uh, Pictures. Isn't that just Terra? Yeah, I did. I love Terra. I've been talking about Terra for a long time. Is it Terra? Or are you talking about Terra? Is that another project? Okay, maybe that's another one. Does Terra Virtua collect? Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah, this is the one you're talking about. Yeah, someone showed me this the other day. So I guess that's why, you know, there's Top Gun and Pacific Rim because they partner up with Paramount. Uh, I guess that makes a whole lot of sense. Kind of interesting. I mean, for me, to be honest, I have no interest in NFTs at all. I have zero. Zero interest. But uh, maybe because I just haven't seen the money with holding on to an NFT yet. <laughs> if I had an easy-to-use wallet where I could just hold on my NFTs just like how I could hold on to, say, my crypto, right? And I can value it in real time just like crypto. I think it would be a different story. But NFTs right now just don't. It doesn't excite me, but I recognize that they are blowing up right now. They are definitely blowing up. Interesting. I'll pay more attention to them. What else is there? What else is there? Uh, uh, okay. Aloha, George. Thanks for all you do. What's your take on Pond? Well, I appreciate your kind words. What's pond? Marlin. <laughs> well, that fits that symbol pretty good. Uh, are they on Binance? No. But they are on several other big exchanges, which is good. Accelerating decentralization communication, open protocol that provides a high pro performance programmable network, infrastructure for DeFi and Web 3.0. Okay, what does that mean exactly? Um... So are they like a layer two solution, basically? Okay. Uh, number nodes. Uh, okay. It looks like they're a layer two solution. Our decentralized network of programmable routers enable you to launch your own mesh network, leverage your existing node network for added security, use your own token for payments, deploy customized routing tables on Marlin VM. Or maybe they're just another blockchain. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any thoughts right now, to be honest. There's there's so many plays like this out there, so it could be interesting. I'll just have to do more research. Uh, but one thing to note is the circular supply is extremely low. So what you see now is only 4% of the total supply. So if they were fully diluted... Rather than being 67 million, they would be at 1.5 billion. So that's a little concerning.
but okay. What else? Can OMG be ready for a breakout? I don't know. OMG kind of just like died. After they get bought out, they kind of lost all their momentum. So they're not really in DeFi anymore. They could be. They're layer two solution. So if DeFi projects decide to move to OMG, that would be bullish. I mean, Tether already moved. So I don't know actually why they haven't gone up more. Um, Possibly. Thoughts on Razor Network? They partnered with Elrond, and someone else asked about Harmony. I think I looked at Harmony before. Scaling Ethereum application to cross chain finance, sharding and staking on the mainnet. So there's some kind of blockchain that aims to be faster. I have looked at them before, but I don't I don't know of any advantages they bring other than they claim they're faster, which a lot of blockchains do right now. So uh, we achieved two second finality, which is good. A cross chain Uniswap port is already live on our mainnet, similar to our layer two protocol. OK. Looks decent enough. Sounds good in theory, but have to do more research on them on the team and so forth. Where are they at? They have Binance. That's very good. So pumpability factors there. Circuit supply is pretty low too. So Harmony looks pretty good. Pretty good. Although it's a very, very, very crowded space though. Very crowded space. Crusader. Yeah, you could all you can migrate for sure. You can migrate for sure. Just do some research. I'm pretty sure there's like a converter for you. Uh, Razor. Razor Network. They seem very, very small. And again, circuit supply is so small. Decentralized Oracle Network, uh, I've said, I don't like any Oracle Networks besides Chainlink. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So people try to argue with me on that, like, oh, why don't you like uh, AP3 or some kind of other Oracle Network? Here's the thing, just think about logically, okay? Um, if you're a DeFi project, and you need to make sure that the price, the, the price fee that you get is 100% accurate all the time. It cannot be off even by a penny or two. And it cannot be delayed. It can never go down. Because if it does, the loans that you're giving out, right, will be off. And you can lose potentially millions and millions and millions of dollars in an instant if the price feed is off even a little bit or gets delayed or um, or it goes off. You can't risk that, especially if you're a DeFi DEX, a lending company, anything that has to do with trading, right? You can't be off by even a millisecond. And that's what Chainlink provides. Their Oracle setup has proven that it can handle this, right? And they're prone, I mean, uh, they have shown that they can stop attacks because people have tried to, hack Chainlink, and you know what? Right now, they're working, 
right? This is the reason why I don't think any of these projects would risk that on any other new Oracle play for that reason until they prove that they could be just as reliable as Chainlink and they have to do so with some nice partnerships, right? So I think API 3 is one that a lot of people talk about. Band is another one. Now I got off the band wagon, <laughs> no pun intended, uh, is because they claim they had a lot of big partnerships and none of them are actually using band. That's the problem. So I don't like any, I don't like any Oracle plays besides Chainlink. Got a good number of people here today. Hey, for those of you guys that tuned in late, make sure you smash with the like and subscribe to the channel if you are new so you don't miss out on any of my streams, right? Um, watch Algo SEC chairman work closely at MIT. Okay. A lot of Algro fans. I, like I said, I don't have anything against the project. I just have to do more research on it because it seems to be competing with a dozen other companies that's kind of doing the same thing. I just have to see if there's a main advantage, one thing that I really like about it. Uh, man on a mission, appreciate your thoughts. What is the app that tells you what exchange the coin you want is on? I don't have a VPM tire signing up. You mean coin market cap? Just go to coin market cap, click on any, any altcoin or a BDC too, and just click on market and it'll just tell you. So hopefully that helps. Rich, can you see if you like coinload.io? It's coin went public at $2 and I picked up a lot, a thousand coins. That's a lot of coins. So is it actually, I'm assuming it's not a crypto then, right? If you're talking about it went public. Oh, it is. <laughs> you talk about like it's like a stock. Manage digital assets in a safe way. CoinLoan allows you to borrow, swap, and grow your assets. We combine the traditional and novel finance to offer you both solid security and favorable terms. Okay. Kind of sounds like a lot of apps out there. So get interest just for parking, forget about fees, start a minute, withdraw any time. Well, it sounds a lot like Voyager. Borrow cash, so they add that in there, okay. Buy, sell, swap, okay. So yeah, so just like Voyager, but Voyager does not allow you to borrow. But Crypto.com, you know, their app also does the same thing too. Okay. I mean, nothing against it. It looks fine. But if they're relatively new, you got to be a little careful about that in terms of putting too much money in there. You know, they haven't proven themselves yet. So be careful. But I mean, it seems okay. It's a good concept. A lot of financial apps does this, though. You know, a lot does this. So just uh, be careful. Be careful with that. Anything else? Or I think that's it. That's I think that's pretty much it. Uh, no, there's two more. Can you comment on Voyager's loyalty announcement today and VGX pumping? Looks like VET may be on the verge of a breakout. VET has been doing good the last few days. So VET, like I said, uh, needs needs to get some love. And it seems like it is um, 
you know, all these other promising blockchains have gone up. Vet hasn't, but they have the most traction of any blockchain project out there. So hopefully they can continue. I did not see the Voyager announcement. I did see uh, Voyager has pumped up to the moon today. It's been very, very stagnant. I know a lot of people, you know, were disappointed with Voyager recently saying, oh, why is it not moving? Why is it not moving? Well, look at it. It's up a staggering 50% today. When I cover Voyager... It was like 70 something cents. So now it's at three something. So pretty good. Pretty good. And a lot of the ones I covered recently, like Pancake Swap, has gone up more than double within like a week, uh, even one inch. I mean, a lot of these have gone up quite a lot. Quite a lot. So, yeah. Where does your money go in ERC20 if you screw up the deposit address? Well, hopefully it comes back to you. So, you know, it depends on where you're sending it from. If it's from like an exchange or something, the, most likely they'll just send it back to you because it's not going anywhere. But if it's from some, some app that doesn't do that automatically, then you'll have, to, you'll have to see if you get it back and work with the company that, I mean, the, the app or wherever that you sent it from. If ADA goes to 25, can it back, come back to down to one? Uh, I mean, anything's possible. Can Bitcoin fall back down to below 3,000? I mean, sure, it could be possible, but is it likely? No, <laughs> it's not likely. So just, just focus on what's more likely. I mean, sure, all crypto, Bitcoin, the earth can all disappear one day, right? Um Aliens can invade. We have World War III. The power grid gets knocked out. There's a lot of stuff that can happen, right? But is it likely? No. So why worry about it? All right, guys. I think that's it. Uh, I'll let you guys go. Uh, my food is being delivered as I speak. So overall, the market is doing very, very, very well right now. Right. Definitely pay attention. You definitely don't want to be sitting on the sidelines because this is the year of the bull, the start of the bull year. Yes. Right. So I'm very excited. I love seeing things grow and I believe you guys do, too. So make sure you uh, make sure you check out all my videos, including the one tonight at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So smash up the like, subscribe to the channel and I'll see you guys later. All right, guys.